Blog Talk Radio.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a beautiful song. Yeah, I think it is just absolutely beautiful. I will trust in you, in your strength, oh God, in your strength. Not my own, but in yours. Hallelujah. We was running a little late this morning. I had a quick medical procedure to get done, and it was at 7 o'clock. And uh, I thought I could run and get it done right quick and be back. (laughs) I don't know why. 15 after 7. But I got back earlier than that. And uh, what happened is uh, the show had passed. So I said, well, I'm going to have to do it at 8 o'clock. Because I refuse to let the enemy defeat me this day. I need God. I need his wisdom. And uh, I want to obey him. And so I'm grateful unto him this morning that he made ways where we see no way. He opened doors that we didn't even know a door was there. Hallelujah. He moved by his spirit. And he said it in his word, by his spirit he was going to go. He was going to go and sacrifice himself for us. He will come by his spirit and bless us and move us on. This morning we're looking at Joseph and what God did. Yeah. From the pit to the palace. That is really true. They threw him down in the pit, sold him to strangers. The strangers sold him to Potiphar's. Potiphar's wife lied on him. He ended up in prison, in Pharaoh's prison, where he put his servants and the people that worked for him. He ended up there. But no, you know what? I noticed this, and I know uh, if you're paying attention, you have to. No matter where Joseph went, he was blessed. Ooh, look at that. <laughs> no matter where he went, he was blessed. When he got to Potiphar's house, don't you see what happened? Potiphar's made him head of everything of his house. He trusted him with everything. But the wife lied on him. Then he ended up in prison. He got favor with the, the, the head prison guard. He got favor with him. The man over the prison, the prisoners, you know. Then when the butler and the baker came and he interpreted those dreams, uh, he told the, the baker that Pharaoh was going to kill him. <laughs> Good morning, CR. And then he told the butler that Pharaoh was going to restore him back to his job. And look, when you get restored back to your job, don't forget that now. Uh, let Pharaoh know I can interpret dreams. Let Pharaoh know I'm the man of God. I, I, I hear from God. So look what happened. He go on and he forget Joseph. Maybe a couple of years, he forget it. Pharaoh had a dream. And his people couldn't interpret it. Because you know, you have a lot of religions. They don't believe in Jesus. They don't believe that God so loved the world that he sent his son, his only begotten son. So, you know, they have statues and uh, other things. And so, and the diviners and all these people, soothsayers and all of that, I call them, uh, the witchcraft people, you know, the voodoo doctors, they couldn't interpret their dreams. And the butler remembered Joseph. And that he was a dream interpreter. Pharaoh, they cleaned Joseph up. Pharaoh sent for him. Clean him up. And uh, 
he go to see Pharaoh, and God blessed him to interpret that dream. He grew with Pharaoh. He grew in high places. He was elevated. God allowed him to be sold by his own brothers who couldn't stand him. <laughs> I love this part. Called it, here come that dreamer. I love that. And and all of that, he went through, he told his dad what was going to happen. Hey, I had a dream that I was ruling over everybody. Your daddy said, you're going to rule over me and your mama and your brother, yeah. That's the dream I had. <laughs> what else? I mean, what can I do? But in all of that, God was preparing for these last days for, for Joseph's family so that they wouldn't starve during the famine. The famines. Yeah. God had a purpose. And, and sometimes we're going through things really bad. We're going through really bad. But God got a, a great future plan for us. You heard him say the ladder will be greater. Your ending days will be greater than where you started from. Oh, many of us, we done went through some things. And people tell me all the time, oh, you had good parents. You come up in a good house. I got, let me tell you something. Although I, I, I had the best of the best, yes, I did. I was not abused. Not by them parents. But guess what? I made a choice to go out the parents' house and do what I was big enough to do. That brought trauma. But in the midst of all of that, in the midst of eight children, in the midst of not always being able to feed them as, as much as I wanted to, buy the kind of clothes, in, in the midst of all of that, went through the storm and lots of rain, went to jail many times, ended up in prison, and children was taken away. In the midst of all of that, God had a purpose and a plan and a system for me that my ladder would be greater that I would find him and fall in love with him and love him and grow in him. Not in the world and not according to the world, not according to what people think or say, but according to the will of God. I'm going to run real quick, right quick and come back. Hey, he had a purpose and a plan, a system for Barbara. And once I learned his ways, he began to teach me. Oh, look at here. I wasn't always like this. You heard me say this many times. I was not always this Barbara. But if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away. Check yourself today. Take self inventory. And all things have become shaka. Hiya. Hey, glory. All things have become new. I feel the spirit of the Lord moving this morning. He's going to bless us this day. He And he blessed me yesterday. My goodness from God. But we got to trust him. We got to lean and depend on him. We can't look around at folks. I hear what you're saying. But I'm going to show you what God's going to do. <laughs> I, I hear what you're saying all on the job, you know, in the family, everywhere. I hear what your best friend. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. But I'm waiting to see what almighty God who have all power, you know, Jehovah. I'm waiting to see what he, he's going to do. Through his son, Jesus Christ, for me. He blessed me the day before yesterday, which would have been Tuesday. 
He came right back and he blessed me on Wednesday. So I don't have no doubt that on Thursday, he going to get me through. He going to bless me on Thursday. Hallelujah. I'm grateful unto him, but I'm trying to help people to understand faith is the key with God. If you forget to believe, if you forget faith, you 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 gonna be in a bad position. If you forget to keep your mind on him, because he's the one that will keep us in perfect peace, you're gonna be in a bad place, a really, really bad place in your life and your children's lives and all kind of stuff. Why? You couldn't remember faith is the key. Those of us that come to him, this was the key. We must believe, that's faith, that God is a rewarder of them that diligently, faithfully, always, continually seeking him. That's who he rewards. That's who he's going to bless. But when we forget, we, we begin to lean to our own understanding. And in all our ways, we're not acknowledging God. So he can't direct your path because you didn't ask him to. So what happened is you directing your own path, and you really don't know which way to go, how far to go, how long to stay. Yeah, so, so we'll mess up. Mess our children up. Mess our family members up. Because we lean into our own understanding. No, ma'am and no, sir. We want to go with faith today. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Scripture says, for by faith, the elders obtained a good report. Hallelujah. Don't you want a good report? Yeah, I do too. So I'm walking by faith and not by sight. I can't even see where I'm going. I, I really don't want to see where I'm going because I'm allowing Jesus to lead me all the way. The songwriter says, from earth to heaven, let Jesus lead you all the way. Oh, I feel all right right there this morning. Amen goes right there. Hallelujah. Welcome to Jesus in the Morning. I'm your host, evangelist Barbara Pittman of Freedom Doors Ministries, and I come to you live each weekday morning, 7 a.m., Eastern Standard Time, and today is June the 29th, 2023. So we started an hour late today, but God have a purpose for us. He knows what's best for us. I've never done this before. I never not come later, you know, to do a show. But that was the move this morning of him. And I mean, I had to get it done and got it done. Look at God. Hallelujah. So, look, I'm going to one more song of the morning, and uh, when I come back, I'm coming back praying. And uh, I see you. I see you, guys. And afterwards, we're going to go into the book of Genesis, chapter 47, I believe, is where we're at, because we finished up uh, 46 on yesterday. So, we're going into 47. And uh, see what God continue to do for Joseph and his family. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Uh, this is a great request. And I love this song myself. Now, some things in there she could have, you know, not did. Can I sing it the way I feel and jazz? I, you know, but I'm listening to the words. The words is what blessed me. Hallelujah. And this my girl. Yeah. <laughs> The Alabama girls, I love them girls right there. Yeah, because they can sing now. 
Oh, yeah. So let's go with this one. Thank you by the Alabama government. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs>
I thank God for the song because I want to thank him. When I look back over my life and I see where he brought me from, I can't help but tell God thank you. Oh, yeah, because he's been real good to me. And see, I know if you don't understand and you haven't been where I've been, you wouldn't understand the praise. Yeah, because he's been so good Oh, my goodness, the life from Zion. He brought me, he brought me, he brought me. Hey, thank you. Hallelujah. Could have been dead and gone. Hell could have been my home. Oh, but his grace and his mercy. Most of all, his love for me. Yeah, he drew me. And unless he draw you, we can't come. So he drew me to him. And then he gave me the mind to want to know more. I began to seek him and he began to teach me. Yeah, I'm grateful unto Almighty God this morning for there's none like him. Thank you so much for that song, Sion. God bless you this morning. Good morning to you. And I'm grateful. Yeah, I know y'all hear me kick about some things um, because a lot of times the names get me. Dr. Mag. I don't have no doctorate. <laughs> doctorate. Degree. Yeah. A uh, Pastor Mag. Where the church at? Jesus Lady. All that people. Y'all, that came from Buddy. He taught his wife that. He taught his wife. <laughs> they tickle me. And I try to get on past it because if I think on it too long, I'll be laughing and, and screaming and laughing too hard. Yeah. But I thank God for good, wholesome laughing. It's medicine. Make you feel better. Hallelujah. Listen, let's go to prayer. And after prayer, we're going into Genesis chapter 47. Hallelujah. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the praise this morning. Thank you, Lord, that you're here with us. We thank you, Lord, that we, when we stir up the spirit of you in us, oh, it calls you to come forward. Thank you for your anointing. Thank you for discernment this morning. Father, we thank you for all you've done for us already, what you're doing right now and what you're going to do. It's later in the morning, but we thank you for waking us up, closing our right minds. Father, we thank you for the use and activity of our limbs, our life, our health, and our strength. Oh, we're grateful unto you this morning. Father, we appreciate you. We love you. And we thank you. Hallelujah. We're indebted unto you. We can never pay you for all you've done for us. So, Father, we say thank you. We glorify you. We lift you up. We praise you. We bow down and worship unto you. Thank you, Father. Thank you. We come this morning, Father, asking that you would forgive us for all our sins, all our wrongdoings. In the name of Jesus, and Father, though our sins be scarlet, we ask that you would wash us this morning as white as snow. Cleanse us this day from all unrighteousness, and give us a clean heart, O oh God, and renew the right spirit within us today. In the name of Jesus, we thank you this morning for hearing and answering our prayers. We thank you for forgiving us, for putting our sins and wrongdoings in the sea of forgetfulness never to remember them again. Thank you, thank you, 
hallelujah, for the clean slate this morning. We thank you. And Father, we come this morning asking that you would fix our hearts and regulate our minds this day in you, in you, O oh God, that we'll keep our mind on you so that you can keep us in perfect peace. Lord, there are things we desire, and it may not be good for us. And we ask this morning that you would remove it, take it away from us, give us what we need, because you supply need according to your riches and glory by your son, Christ Jesus. You never give bad gifts. So, Lord, give us a good gift of what we need this morning, spiritually, mentally, and physically, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you this day. Oh, we thank you, Lord. We thank you. Thank you for what you're doing for your people right now. Hey, glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for hearing and answering our prayer. Oh, we thank you this morning. We can't say thank you enough. And, Father, every caller and every listener, those coming through the podcast and the archives, wherever they come through this morning, Father, move by your spirit for these your people today. Bless their families. Bless their friends near and far. Have your way in their lives today. Show them the way to you. Show them how to stay with you today, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, move in a mighty way. All move spiritually this morning like never before. Oh, God, that's what we need. Oh, we need a refreshing from you. Send revival this morning. I revive your people in the name of Jesus. Father, those that stand in the need of finance, bless them financially this morning. Open doors and make ways. Teach them how to give, how to plant so that it will multiply back to them. Help them to stop looking at the money and look at what you can cause the money to do. You're multiplying. You're subtracting. You're an addition. You work the fractions. Hallelujah. And anything else that needs to be done concerning money, help us to take our mind off it and get a song of rejoicing going that we can praise and worship you. Yeah, help us to remember that scripture that you gave to us that has encouraged us to go further in you today, oh God, so we can keep our mind on you. Bless those that are sick here this morning, touching healed bodies, touching healed this morning. Hey, glory, in the name of Jesus. Thank you right now. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. You didn't say we had to beg. You said, ask, Father, and it'll be given. Seek, and we'll find. Knock, and the door will come open unto us. So, Lord, we're seeking you for healing for us and our family members, our friends, oh God, today. Touch and heal in the name of Jesus. Bless those that are incarcerated. Move today by your spirit for them. And strengthen the brethren there. Lord, draw them ever closer to you. And give them a mind to keep it on you so that they can remain in perfect peace while they are finishing up their time in the name of Jesus. Bless military people everywhere. Mm. Bless our military, oh God. They, they are doing what we can. Bless the administration of our militaries. 
In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hey, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Offer loosen your angels of protection. God, we thank you today. We give you glory and honor. Lord, I ask that you would do something extra special. Hey, glory. For the military, our military, the American military today. Bless wives, military wives and husbands. Bless children, God, military children. For those that are fearful, give them strength and make them strong, oh God. Move today like never before because these people are faced with some things in this hour. And Lord, you know best for them. Move today for our military, men and women. In the name of Jesus, we ask. Hey, we thank you for it. Oh, yeah. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for it. Hey, thank you, Jesus. Mm. Bless widows and bereaved families, intercessors and prayer people everywhere, praying for others in the name of Jesus. Bless preachers everywhere and their families. Preaching in the name of Jesus in obedience unto you, O oh, glory, and love for your people. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. How can we hear without a preacher? And how can they preach except they've been sent? And Lord, you said you were going to pour out your spirit upon our flesh. Send your word, God. Send, send your men. You was raising up a people that was going to obey, not according to tradition, but according to your will and according to you speaking, hot off the press, right now, direct from heaven. Do it today in the name of Jesus for preachers. Bless Israel and prosper Jerusalem. Bless all our brothers and sisters overseas. Move in a mighty way for them today. Strengthen them, oh God. They heard your word and they accepted what they heard. That you so loved them, you sent your only begotten son. Move today in a mighty way for them. Lord, we're blessed yet in America. But Father, it's coming to an end. It's plain as the nose on our face. We can see the signs. Not only that, we can see the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. Father, move today for America. Break every heart and mend it back together in you through your spirit, oh God. Help us to come to you with our whole heart in repentance unto you. Help us today, oh God. Whatever we missed this morning praying for, whatever we didn't pray for, that's right. God, we ask that you would take it up this day. In the name of Jesus, and that you would fix it. Oh, we thank you right now. Hallelujah, what a blessing. Thank you, Lord. Bless this segment of Jesus in the morning. Have your way here. Move by your spirit here, Father. We need you. We want your word. We want to be holy because you're holy. We want to be righteous because you're righteous. We want to do right because it's right to do right. Help us to be your people, your children. Send your spirit of obedience upon us like never before. This day, June the 29th, 2023, in the name of Jesus. 
We bind up every evil and hindering spirit that's coming our way. Anything that's not Jesus coming our way, we bind it up and cast it to the pits of hell. And Father, we ask that you would rebuke the devourer for our sake. Cover us in your blood, the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. This day, that when the enemy come, it won't see us, but it'll see the blood. Hallelujah. And the blood of Jesus is against evil. It's against the devil. Hallelujah. We're pleading the blood of Jesus everywhere over everything today. In Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord. We give you glory, honor, and praise. And Father, we ask it all again in Jesus' name. Amen. And hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, I feel like a new person. Thank you, Jesus. He knows what's best for me. Hallelujah. Although my weary eyes may not conceive, I just want to say thank you, Lord. June 29, 2023. Thank you, Lord. I, 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 I won't complain. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we're grateful unto him. Listen, we're going to the book of Genesis, and we're going to read along uh, with the, the voice that's reading to us. And uh, when he's done, we're going to come back and talk about Genesis 47. Hallelujah. Chapter 47. Then Joseph came and told Pharaoh and said, My father and my brethren and their flocks and their herds and all that they have are come out of the land of Canaan, and behold, they are in the land of Goshen. And he took some of his brethren, even five men, and presented them unto Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said unto his brethren, What is your occupation? And they said unto Pharaoh, Thy servants are shepherds, both we and also our fathers. They said moreover unto Pharaoh, For to sojourn in the land are we come, for thy servants have no pasture for their flocks, for the famine is sore in the land of Canaan. Now therefore we pray thee, let thy servants dwell in the land of Goshen. And Pharaoh spake unto Joseph, saying, Thy father and thy brethren are come unto thee. The land of Egypt is before thee. In the best of the land make thy father and brethren to dwell. In the land of Goshen let them dwell. And if thou knowest any men of activity among them, then make them rulers over my cattle. And Joseph brought in Jacob his father and set him before Pharaoh. And Jacob blessed Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said unto Jacob, How old art thou? And Jacob said unto Pharaoh, The days of the years of my pilgrimage are an hundred and thirty years. Few and evil have the days of the years of my life been, and have not attained unto the days of the years of the life of my fathers in the days of their pilgrimage. And Jacob blessed Pharaoh, and went out from before Pharaoh. And Joseph placed his father and his brethren, and gave them a possession in the land of Egypt, in the best of the land, in the land of Ramses, as Pharaoh had commanded. And Joseph nourished his father and his brethren, and all his father's household, with bread according to their families. And there was no bread in all the land, for the famine was very sore, so that the land of Egypt and all the land of Canaan fainted by reason of the famine. And Joseph gathered up all the money that was found in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan for the corn which they bought, and Joseph brought the money into Pharaoh's house. And when money failed in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan, all the Egyptians came unto Joseph and said, Give us bread, for why should we die in thy presence, for the money faileth? And Joseph said, 
Give your cattle, and I will give you for your cattle, if money fail. And they brought their cattle unto Joseph, and Joseph gave them bread in exchange for horses, and for the flocks, and for the cattle of the herds, and for the asses. And he fed them with bread for all their cattle for that year. When that year was ended, they came unto him the second year, and said unto him, We will not hide it from my Lord, how that our money is spent. My Lord also hath our herds of cattle. There is not aught left in the sight of my Lord, but our bodies and our lands. Wherefore shall we die before thine eyes, both we and our land? Buy us and our land for bread, and we and our land will be servants unto Pharaoh. And give us seed that we may live and not die, that the land be not desolate. And Joseph bought all the land of Egypt for Pharaoh. For the Egyptians sold every man his field, because the famine prevailed over them, till the land became Pharaoh's. And as for the people, he removed them to cities from one end of the borders of Egypt, even to the other end thereof. Only the land of the priests bought he not, for the priests had a portion assigned them of Pharaoh, and did eat their portion which Pharaoh gave them, wherefore they sold not their lands. Then Joseph said unto the people, Behold, I have bought you this day and your land for Pharaoh. Lo, here is seed for you, and ye shall sow the land. And it shall come to pass in the increase, that ye shall give the fifth part unto Pharaoh, and four parts shall be your own, for seed of the field, and for your food, and for them of your households, and for food for your little ones. And they said, Thou hast saved our lives. Let us find grace in the sight of my Lord, and we will be Pharaoh's servants. And Joseph made it a law over the land of Egypt unto this day, that Pharaoh should have the fifth part, except the land of the priests only, which became not Pharaoh's. And Israel dwelt in the land of Egypt, in the country of Goshen, and they had possessions therein, and grew and multiplied exceedingly. And Jacob lived in the land of Egypt seventeen years, so the whole age of Jacob was an hundred forty and seven years. And the time drew nigh that Israel must die, and he called his son Joseph, and said unto him, If now I have found grace in thy sight, put, I pray thee, thy hand under my thigh, and deal kindly and truly with me. Bury me not, I pray thee, in Egypt, but I will lie with my fathers, and thou shalt carry me out of Egypt, and bury me in their burying place. And he said, I will do as thou hast said. And he said, Swear unto me. And he sware unto him. And Israel bowed himself upon the bed's head. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look at this. All that Joseph went through was for, for such a war, such a time as this. All he went through. I like going back to that part because of this. All we've gone through, God had a purpose and a plan if we could see it. Even after we come out of trials, most times we go right into blessings. But we're always so busy trying to squirm our way out of the trial and fight and kick and come out of the trial early. We don't pray while we're going through the trial. We pray that God would move the trial from us. But our prayer should be strengthening me during this trial and give me the lesson out of this trial. Help me not to be in the trial in my flesh, but help me, Lord, to walk in the spirit during my trial. Help me to pray more, seek your face more, 
Help me to get in your word more. Lord, speak to me. I've had to go to him and ask him, you know, Lord, let me see for me. All I could see was spiritual things. And he would tell me what was going to happen, but it didn't matter. Uh-uh. Great is he that lives within me than he that is in the world. And guess what happened? He was right there with me. He was right there by my side. So what's the problem? I won't leave you, nor forsake you. This thing that's coming your way is not unto death, not for you. Somebody else may die, but you won't. And the only reason they're dying because it's their time to go. Their number is up. Strengthen yourself. Prepare yourself. Because they got to go, but you got to stay. Because you yet have work to do unto me. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Yeah, this word is for somebody this morning because there's some things coming your way that you have no control over, but all you can do is tell God thank you because he's allowing it. And he don't always tell us his business. He don't always say, well, Bob, this is happening because of that and that is happening. He don't always tell me. But he reminds me, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You're yet the head and not the tail, Barbara. You're above and not beneath. Remember this, no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. You can look to the ears continually, continuously. You can look to the ears from which comes your help. All of your help comes from me. I made the heavens and the earth. But I'm looking back now at Joseph. Oh, I look at this right here. <laughs> All of that he went through was for such a time as right now. And look what he did for Pharaoh. Fought the land for Pharaoh, not for himself. Because the more he did for Pharaoh, the more Pharaoh gave uh, position, clout, Money, there was nobody closer to Pharaoh than Joseph. There was nobody who had more power than Joseph other than the king, Pharaoh. He was the only one. So whatever you're going through, no God is going to bless you. And many times God will tell us, I'm going to give you the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy. It takes a while. And then he going to allow you to go through some things. And when you come out, yeah, you're not on a hill, you're on a mountain. And the dog is not fluffy. He, he, he's a big dog named Rufus. He eats name brand dog food. Nothing is in your house is, is, is light and cheap. Nothing in it, everything is top of the line and quality. Why? Because of what you've gone through. Your trial gave you your down payment on the house that he promised you, on the things that he promised you. But we're not willing to go through nothing. Mm -hmm. Take me out of this. Oh, Reverend Lord, it's moving. Take me out of this. 
and you keep crying and kicking and screaming, God said, okay, let's, let's let it be over for them. And that thing they was going to get, they won't get it now. Some people, God done spoke, and, and, and they talking about, uh, have them went to God. They looking at the person who God used to speak it. God can use me to prophesy to you, as they call it, but you need to go to God about the whole thing. Yeah, we don't want to just be instant people. We want to be trial-bearing, obedient children unto God. Hallelujah. So look, it says, then Joseph went to Pharaoh and said, my father and my brothers with their flocks and their herds and all they have are come from Canaan and are now in the land of Goshen. And he took five of his brothers to Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said to them, what is your business? And they said, your servants are keepers of sheep, as our fathers were before us. And they said to Pharaoh, we have come to make a living in this land because we have no grass for our flock in the land of Canaan. So now let your servants make a place for themselves in the land of Goshen. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, let them have the land of Goshen. And if there are any able men among them, put them over my cattle. Look here. We think it's a, a, a bad thing that we have to go to people who are not exactly like us. They don't even believe in the same God. But God will cause those in high places to favor you. Did you hear what I said? Not, this, not just the supervisor and the manager on the job, but he'll call the owner of the company to favor you and call you out. Yeah, I've had him to do that several times. Hey, Barbara, come in a minute. <laughs> I'm, and y'all know how we are, what they want. I don't want to be bothered with the supervisor. I know I am. Now, what the owner calling me for? Maybe he the one think he can fire. Yeah, you know how we think. Get on in there. And he said, hey, Barbara, I heard this, this, and this about you. And I, I, I did it at Mac Paper. And I want to put you on this computer. I, I want to put you on this machine. It print out the little small bank envelope. Well, back during that time, I, I really did have one foot in the church. Not God now, but the building. One foot in the building and the other foot in the world. So I would take the bags, I'm honest, and sell them to people who I knew were selling weed back during those days. But God yet blessed me. Why was that? He knew the intent of my heart. I yet had faith now. Don't misunderstand it. I had I believed, but that's all I did. I didn't walk basically by faith. I, I needed to see where I was going back during them days. Oh, but look what he did for me today. See, he gave me some experiences, experiences and some testimonies so today I could see what he did for me. Yeah. Oh, taste and see today that the Lord is good in your life. So look, and Jacob and his sons came to Joseph in Egypt. 
And when word of it came to the ears of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, he said to Joseph, your father and brothers have come to you. All the land of Egypt is before you. Let your father and your brothers have the best of the land for their resting place. Did you hear that? Tell them to take the best for their resting place. Hey, don't worry about it. You want the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy? I have it built from the ground for you, the owner of the company said. One of the mega churches pastor just feel compassion and just move to do something great for you by your brand new car. You've gone through. God is rewarding at the end. The songwriter said, I believe I run on and see what the end's going to be. Huh? In the midst of your trial, have a mind to continue to run on in Jesus. Have a mind to continue to obey God. This is a hard trial. I know some of y'all don't understand. But I got a sister watching her mama deteriorate and, and getting ready to get up out of here in a little while. She got to watch this. And then sometimes she can't be there. She got to trust brothers and sisters who are not saved and they don't love mama like she loved mama. They don't understand. They think it's time for mama to go and let's just get her affairs in order so we can see what we're going to get out to be when she dies. Huh? I've seen them kind, and God let the mom or the dad outlive them. While they was waiting on the dad or the mom on the deathbed to die so they could get the house or the car or whatever, the money or whatever, they died. You got to be careful. But he told them, have the best of the land for their resting place. Then Joseph made his father, Jacob, come before Pharaoh, and Jacob gave him a blessing. Look at this. God will put you before kings. He'll put you before queens, and you can speak a blessing upon them because they welcome you in. Because remember, he told you if you go and uh, they acting a donkey over there, they don't accept you. Shake the dust off your feet. Take your blessings and go on. Don't you bless that place. Don't speak nothing good. Just go on. Shake the dust off their feet, off your feet, and keep it moving. Because, see, when people don't know God done sent you, honey, they in bad shape. I've been around. They say there was pastors and things. They didn't know who sent me. They say, uh, how you know that? Sister so-and-so told you about that. You the pastor? You know I never saw you a day in my life. You never saw me. You think Sister so-and-so told you? Look here, I get tickled. I'm sorry. You said you was the pastor. And you put yourself in that position. You you got many appointed apostles, pastors, preachers, prophets, prophetess. They appointed themselves because it's M-O-N-E-Y in church. 
It's money in prophesying. It's money. Even if you can pray a good prayer, they say, they pay for that. I'm like, my goodness. Why can't we go get it for ourselves? Yeah, I had to go get it for me. So look, Jacob gave Pharaoh the king a blessing, his blessing. And Pharaoh said to him, how old are you? And Jacob said, the years of my wanderings have been 130, small in number, and full of sorrow have been the years of my life, and less than the years of the wanderings of my father. Abraham, Isaac, and he go, Jacob. And Jacob gave Pharaoh his blessing and went out from before him. He didn't try to hang around and get more stuff from, from Pharaoh. He went and did what he had to do and was gone. Yeah. And Joseph made a place for his fathers, for his father and his brothers, and gave them a heritage in the land of Egypt, in the best of the land, the land of Ramses, as Pharaoh had given orders. Yeah. Let's see what James said over there. And Joseph placed his father and his brother and gave them a possession in the land of Egypt, in the best of the land, in the land of Ramses, as Pharaoh had commanded. So they, they, they lived in king places, you know, high up places, uh, you know, like the governors or the senators, or even bigger than that. Yeah, like princes, you know. Now, there was no food to be had in all the land, so that all Egypt and Canaan were wasted from need of food. They was hungry. And all the money in Egypt and in the land of Canaan, which had been given for grain, came into the hands of Joseph. And he put it in Pharaoh's house. Y'all seeing what he's doing? He's making sure the money go to the king's house. And when all the money in Egypt and Canaan was gone, the Egyptians came to Joseph and said, give us bread. Would you have us come to destruction before your eyes? But we have no more money. Now look, these are not his people. These are Egyptians. Excuse me. These are Pharaoh people. Yeah, they in the land of Pharaoh. Joseph is from somewhere else, but look, he's over. He's another nationality, but he's over the Egyptians. Yeah. God had a purpose still and a plan. And Joseph said, give me your cattle. Look how smart. I will give you grain in exchange for your cattle if your money is all gone. Now, that's like God to me. God's going to give you some wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. So Joseph said, you don't have no money? Bring me them cows. <laughs> let, 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 let's see them cows you got. I'll give you food if you give me them cows. Somebody told me one day I even swap was no swindle. 
And Joseph said, give me your cows, I'll give you grain in exchange for your cattle if your money is all gone. So they took their cattle to Joseph, and he gave them bread in exchange for their horses and flocks and herds and asses. So all that year, he gave them food in exchange for their cattle. Yeah, for whatever they had. And using the word cattle, but, and you know, I think of cows when you say cattle. But look, he's saying here horses, flocks and herds, donkeys. Look, it could be uh, sheep. Yeah, all of that. Then they had a whole a herd of birds, chickens. You know, Cornish hens and different kinds. You know how we like that chicken. <laughs> 18 says, and when that year was ended, they came to him in the second year and said, we may not keep it from our Lord's knowledge that all our money is gone. And all the herds of cattle are, are my Lord. There's nothing more to give, my Lord, but our bodies and our land. Joseph didn't get it all, I said. And he's throwing it in Pharaoh's house, which you could say he's throwing it in his own house. Because there's nothing he could go to Pharaoh for, and Pharaoh would tell him no. Huh? And look at what Joseph done did. Look how Joseph built Pharaoh. All the money. You got all the food. Nobody else around you got. Huh? Oh, God got a purpose and a plan. Are we to come to destruction before your eyes? <laughs> we and our land, take us and our land and give us bread. And we and our land will be servants of Pharaoh. And give us seed so that we may have life and the land may not become waste. Well, it was in bad shape. So Joseph got all the land in Egypt for Pharaoh. While every Egyptian gave up his land in exchange for food. It says every Egyptian, because of their great need, so all the land became Pharaoh. My, my, my. My goodness. 21 says, and as for the people, he made servants of them town by town from one end of Egypt to the other. Only he did not take the land of the priests. For the priests had their food given them by Pharaoh and having what Pharaoh gave them, they had no need to give up their land. Boy, let me tell you, people don't understand obeying God in your calling and what he chose you for or what he called you to. I would be considered a priest. Whether men accept me or not, God called me. He ordained me. God chose me. So whatever come to the land, it's not going to come to me. God already prepared and made a way for me to eat, sleep, and whatever I need to do. So he wouldn't take the land from the priest. Y'all keep your land. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Ah, yeah. Then Joseph said to the people, I have made you and your land this day the property of Pharaoh. He received for you to put in your field. Y'all can go grow some food now. And when the grain is cut, you are to give a fifth part to Pharaoh 
and four pots will be yours for seed and food and for your families and your little ones. Until this day, they, they're saying in Egypt, Pharaoh gets the fifth part. Listen. Boy, he blessed that Joseph. And, and they said to him, truly you have kept us from death. May we have grace in your eyes, and we will be Pharaoh's servants. Then Joseph made a law which is forced to this day that Pharaoh was to have the fifth part. Only the land of the priests did not belong to the king. Only what the priests had. And so Israel was living among the Egyptians in the land of Goshen. And they got property there and became very great in numbers and in wealth. Woo! Do right. <clears throat> Joseph suffered. Joseph went through great trials, but look what happened in the end. Very great in numbers and wealth. They lived among the Egyptians in the land of Goshen. And they got property there and became very great in numbers and in wealth. Verse 28 says, and Jacob was living in the land of Goshen for 17 years. So the years of his life were 147 years. And, and the time of his death came near. And he sent for his son Joseph and said to him, if now I am dear to, to you, put your hand under my leg, well, under my thigh. And take an oath that you will not put me to rest in Egypt. See, they weren't e Egyptians. But when I go to my fathers, you are to take me out of Egypt and put me to rest in their last resting place. And he said, I will do so. And he said, take an oath to me. And he took an oath to him. And Israel gave worship on the bed's head. Yeah, we read this over in Exodus how they 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 moved his body and buried him somewhere else. He was temporarily left over in Egypt, but he didn't want to stay there, even dead. He wanted to be moved further over. Hallelujah. We got through forty seven and uh if the Lord says the same tomorrow, it's testified Friday. And uh, we may have a, a guest speaker. And on Monday, we get back to verse 48. But we'll see how the Lord moves in the morning. Hallelujah. He knows what's best for all of us. And uh, we thank him for knowing. We thank him for knowing. Hallelujah. And we thank him that he's on our side today in spite of us. We thank him that we go through great trials, but he's the one that bring us out shining like the noonday sun. Oh, yeah. We're going to go through some things. We're going to lose some people. People close to us. 
we 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 gonna have to deal with some things we never really paid too much attention. I thought we were gonna really have to deal with this quick. And these some heavy burdens, these some heavy trials, but God get us through them all. And let's don't be in such a rush to come out the trial without praying, asking God to give us the lesson. Teach me, Lord. Strengthen me while I'm in the midst of this trial. And God will do it for you. Oh, yeah. I've been through a storm and lots of rain. But today I can say I made it. And it was by the grace of God. It wasn't by Barbara. I prayed and asked for strength. I prayed and asked for understanding. It wasn't always why, Lord. Lord, I need to understand this. I need wisdom. And maybe it was me asking a question and I didn't know. But I knew I needed strength. And I knew I needed the lesson from this. Because you heard every round go higher, the next trial I get going to be a little bit tougher than this trial. Sometimes God will put you in a 24-hour trial, a two-hour trial, a one-hour trial. Why? You know what's best for us. He supplies needs, and this is what we need, the wisdom and knowledge of God. We need to know him. I knew of him for many a years. I knew of him. I didn't learn him and know him until I began to seek him, until I began to truly give my life to him through his son, Jesus. They're one. They're one. But when I got off my high horse and bowed down, and continue to stay bowed down and looking at his feet, staying as close to the toes as I can because I don't even want to look at his ankle. I just want to stay at the feet of Jesus so that I take none of his glory, so that I don't try to look in his face and tell him what I'm going to do and what I'm not going to do. No, I, I don't want to do all of that. And sometimes we do all of that without opening our mouth. It's our thoughts. It's our actions. See, he hears what we say, but he's looking at what we're doing. And if what we're saying and what we're doing are two different things, he knows we're liars. Because our lips have to line up with our heart, and our heart has to line up with our lips. What you say out your mouth, let it come from your heart. If you don't mean it, don't say it. Again, this morning, the eyes of God is in every place. He's beholding the evil and the good. He hear every word you say. I often share we're playing our own movies. We have the leading role. We're the stars. We're producing and directing our own movies. When God played the movie back on that special day, what will he see? On the day he judged you, when he played your movie back, what will God see? Will he see you put man before him? Will he see you put your flesh before him? 
Hey, glory, hallelujah. Because many times we do it, we put the flesh before God. Knowing it's wrong. Knowing in that it's not right, but we're going to sneak and do it. That, that's what you're thinking you're doing. You're sneaking and doing it, but you're not sneaking doing nothing. His eyes, not Barbara, but his eyes are in every place. He's beholding the evil and the good again. And it's another part that people truly don't, I don't think they really get it. I don't think they really believe it. But he knows the very intent of your heart. He knows your most intimate thought. He he knows everything about you. Let me tell you, I have been somewhere seeing some stuff. Let's say at a church. And I started calling it out in my mind. So I stepped up on the scene and said, watch out. Did y'all hear that? <laughs> watch out now. What you doing? See, because there's a difference in discernment and judgment. It's all right to see people for who they are and to know what's going on and if it's real or not. But then don't let it become judging others. Be careful with that. It's easy to judge people. And I, I pray, Lord, don't let me judge others. Let me have discernment. But God, help me with that judging. I don't want to judge people. But sometimes we think we're so holding so deep. You're holding deep, all right. <laughs> God will show you you. We talked about it yesterday. He showed me me. With all that nonsense, all that foolishness. Don't think more of yourself than you ought. Now, them his words, they're not mine. Don't think you better than nobody because you're not. He said, we all have sinned and come short. See, now, if you never sinned before, you can do all of that. That's Jesus. You can be highfalutin, you can be all that in a bag of donuts. You know, you call shots because you're so perfect. My goodness. But have you ever done wrong in your life? If you ever mistreated somebody, you can't throw the first stone. You can't walk around like you're all that. You may not be what you used to be. But you were something else at one time. Yeah. My boss told me one day, old Larry Peavy, and Shante and I, we talk about it off and on until this day. Because he taught me a lot of things now. He said, oh, I see who you is. He said, oh, you respecting the old people. So you don't know what they was in their younger life, Bob. So they old now, so, you know, they're going to get in line. But when they was younger, who were they? What was they? And me and him would laugh. He said, now I'm serious. And he was. And that was a valuable lesson. Yeah. And back during them days, he said, you can, you can do stuff to the older white people. But when it comes to the older black people, you have a problem with that, Barbara. I need you to look at yourself. Yeah, because I, I was being prejudiced. Mm-hmm. 
All right, uh, Sister Jerry, don't worry, don't worry. It's already all right in Jesus' name. All right. Pastor uh, Jackson sent me the phone number I needed. I'm looking at some things, but I'm still doing Jesus in the morning. Hallelujah. So listen, if anyone has something they would like to say this morning, please feel free to press that number one and come in. And uh, we have some time you to share with us. Okay, uh, area code 267-586. Did you have something you wanted to say? I saw your hand raised in the studio. You may have to unmute your phone. If not, maybe you touched the one by mistake. If not, I close your mic. All right. We're moving on. I'm going to the next song of the morning. And um, hopefully when we come back, we want to discuss Joseph and his brothers and the things he went through. I don't care how far back we go. We can go back to the pit or when he was at home and having dreams and telling his family about them and they didn't like it. We can go back as far as you want to or come as close as you want to. But if you feel like saying something about what took place and how God is moving for you and you've been at a trial, have you remember being in a trial and the trial was rough? And God brought you out, and when you look back, you saw why you went through. Yeah, anybody have that this morning? I'm going to the next song. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus.
spreading the love worldwide. www.jesusinthemorningradio.com Jesus, you can let the spirit move in this day. Oh, I thank God for his spirit. I thank God for the anointing. I thank God that we can know when he's really in our presence and that he's doing some great things for us. Hallelujah. I want you to be blessed. Well, I want you to be more than blessed. I want you to be uncommonly blessed. Yeah, uncommonly favored. God working uncommon miracles in your life. I'm blessed every morning I wake up because I got life. I got health. I got strength. I got things to do for the day. So that that's basically every day. But guess what? When he does, oh, yeah, 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 yes, Lord, yes. Thank you, Jesus. So when he do some things that he he, he 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 haven't done or that he's just not you know been doing often, those are uncommon blessings. You just happen to go check your mail and when you look through the you don't even fool with the mail really because you think bills bills bills, but you go check the mail today and you just feel like looking through it and when you look through the mail, you have an unexpected check. And it's got an uncommon number on it. Oh, you used to get paid. Maybe even $500, $600 a week. But when you get that check, that, that unexpected blessing in the mail, the uncommon blessing, them three zeros behind them, two numbers makes a difference. It's not the ordinary what you normally get. Even in your pay. Yeah, you can do some things with that. Hallelujah. I see you 907. I'm coming at you right now. Good morning. God bless you. How are you? I am blessed, Mama. God bless you. How you doing? I am blessed and good. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I just wanted to pop on and say uh, good morning, everybody, all the brothers and sisters in Christ. And just a, uh, just a quick reminder, just to encourage everybody. Um, I was listening this morning as the word was coming forth, and I just thank God for it even to hear, because everybody seems wise in their own eyes, and that's not the way to be. And I was just sitting here just examining myself because I feel like I'm in the midst of many trials, uh, like major trials, major life trials, and I just thank God that even though he put the situation before me and I have to walk through it, I never do it alone because he always walks with me. And not only does he walk with me, he carries me because I want to be with him. And I would rather spend, I don't care what the world promises and what this life promises and all of the the ups of this life and all the good things, I would rather spend trials and tribulations with God than a thousand pleasant days on this earth because it's, there's no there's no comparison, and I appreciate God, and I recognize that he has all power, and so when we go through trials, just remember you're not going through it by yourself, and if he brought it before us and have us to walk through it, then he will keep us along the way, and he will restore our soul, he will replenish us, he will give us everything that we need through that trial, 
And I know it's hard to have patience. And I, like I said, all this is just for my own self-inventory and examining where I'm at in my life and in God and who he is to me and who he continues to show himself to be to me. And I'm just grateful unto him. And I know that even these trials, these things shall pass and I will be better for them. And I just thank God. And I just ask y'all to pray for me that uh, I would endure. Uh-huh. I would endure and be patient and wait on God. Um, because he will deliver me every time on time. And he may not come when I want him to, but he will certainly be here on time because he's a good God. So God bless y'all. I love you, Mama, and I just uh, thank you for letting me share. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. See y'all say hello, Kate. And uh, Sister Dot yeah. said hello. Good morning, Kate. Sister Dot. <laughs> hey, buddy. Hi. <laughs> I know... Uh, Sion Dot, you know, was her favorite at the group. And the raw, she, you know, made Sister Dot feel some kind of way about the, you know, looking, you know, uh, the daughter's certainly, you know, serving me, where Sister Barbara just sitting at the table talking. I said to myself, how could she do a mama like that? How could she do a mama like that? But that was her favorite. Oh. Guess who else? Uh, she's not on the line this morning, but she's been coming. Sister Sherry, Brother Louis White. Oh, Sister Sherry. Hi, Brother Louis. Hi, Sister Sherry. <laughs> Mama, they have been faithful for many a year supporting the ministry and Jesus in the morning. And I know yeah. Brother Louis is your main man. And I remember uh, when we went to go see them and we went out to dinner. And uh, we had such a good time, such good fellowship. Yeah. Yes, sir. That, that Louis, I think, and Kate, he had me laughing somewhere. So you know what? I just got to ignore Louis. I got to get into the <laughs> Let the spirit move. Because with Louis, I would be laughing all day. And, and then see us. She would send me a good morning message. Good morning, Jesus lady. You know what that came Oh, y'all remember that? Uh-huh. <laughs> There's joy in the Lord and there's joy in fellowship with our brothers and sisters in Christ, and I love it. I love it. I remember yeah. before I got saved, I kept saying, I don't want to be a Christian. All they do is sit up, just go to church every day. They don't do anything fun. And remember, Mama, I told you, I said, it's so busy. I don't know which way to turn. There's always something to do, somebody to bless, somebody to have fellowship with. So it definitely uh, changed my mind about what it means to be a Christian and walking up right before God and just have a fellowship every day. Uh, God will take up your time if you want him to and you want to spend time and stuff with him. He will give you things to do. You'll never have a boring day. Never. Never. Because there's always something to do. Hallelujah. Always something to do. And uh, always someone to encourage and inspire in this walk with him. See, I think that's why I didn't want to come too early. You know, when I was in really my teens and early 20s, you know, I wasn't really <clears throat> wanting to come. I didn't mind church and the part of church I didn't mind when they shouting and all excited and the music going, you know, I didn't mind. But now when that preacher got up, I, uh, I had to go. And I mean, the man was on fire. And I don't know another preacher preached like Bishop Brown. But uh, I went into all of that. That took too long, and I was ready to go. I knew Mama had Sunday dinner ready, Jerry. 
and she was going to heat up that Sunday dinner. <laughs> I was going to get out them church clothes and get with the Sunday dinner. Yes, ma'am. And, and she had baked the cake or uh, a pie. What? I was ready. And he's still preaching, telling about Jonah was in somewhere. That's what I used to tell my brother. I said, look, now we need to go. He said, yeah, man. I said, yeah, because he told me that Jonah was in something. I want to be in something. In that Sunday dinner. I'm telling you the truth. And my brother, anytime I had anything negative to say, he was supported 100%. Yeah, he was bad, y'all. He was real bad in church, too. Yeah, he would say things. Oh, it would be so funny. And see, as children, you could laugh and chew gum and play in church. Yeah, your parents right there, what? Oh, Prince would have skinned you alive. In church, Prince would have skinned you alive. Two places he didn't play, church and school. Mm-mm. <laughs> That's not what you was looking for, you hear me? You didn't want to be a part of that ceremony. <laughs> not that, Not the misbehaving part. So you couldn't laugh or nothing. My brother would say something that was too funny, and then I'd be right back. I got to go to the bathroom. So he could go get his laugh off. Sometimes he would go out the front door of the church, on the church steps, and get his laugh on, and then come on back and sit by me. Y'all right? Oh, <laughs> oh no, no, no. Yeah. But we knew better because we was trained how to behave in the house of the Lord. When they said stand up, we stood up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, them and that Alan Pittman was something serious. You hear me? When they said sit down, we knew to sit down. When they said everybody come to the altar, whether you wanted to go or not, you went. Because if you could, they said come to the altar and everybody coming and you sit in that pew, principal going to want to know what the problem was. Was something wrong with your leg? <laughs> or was it your mind? He was going to straighten it out. You wasn't going to ever do that again. Yeah, because back during them days, they, they didn't set a rod and spoil the child. Yeah. Ooh-wee. Hallelujah. Those were the days. Anyone else have something they would like to say about trials or Joseph or you may have a prayer request or something else? Please feel free to press that number one. Jerry said Barbara was with her jokes yesterday. No, that wasn't no joke. I told her. I said, Jerry, that wasn't no joke, and that was the truth. I was behaving. Like I thought I was better than everybody. Oh, that won't work. Oh, but God come in, and he makes the difference in your life. Things you used to turn your nose up at. You're not turning your nose up at that no more. Yeah. If you're in Christ and he's in you. And you don't feel like you ought to call the shots on nothing. But you keep it moving in Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. All right. No one have anything else they would like to say. I'm going to one more song of the morning. And uh, when we come back, we might take just a few minutes to share. Did I move something? I'm looking for that. Did the two six seven? Oh yeah, two six and seven have it right there. I think that Sister Samoa. I could be mistaken. I just got my God baby Laura, but I think that Sister Samoa right there. 
Hey, Sister Samoa. Hey, Laura, God, baby. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's go to this one. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
This is the kind of radio you need. Yes, Jesus is a morning radio. Old radio for real people. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Sacrifice his life for my liberty. Oh, I love that one. I love that one. Ah, yeah, because I know these the words to these songs. I know he did it in me. He did it for me. He sacrificed his life for me. He died. He died for me. Yeah. I can't forget him. I cannot forget that he did that for me. Grateful unto him. Yeah. I appreciate him. I love him today. Yeah. Can't help but glorify. Yeah. He's done great things. For me, over and over and over again. Yeah, so thankful, so thankful. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, let me go back and look at this right quick. Y'all, excuse me one second. Let me take a look over here. All right. Yeah, I got that in there. All right, I was looking at some things. So, look, we're just going to praise our way on out today. We still got a few minutes. If there's anyone have something they would like to say. And Shante, if you would like to add something to what you said, that's all right, too. The mic is open. Because he sacrificed his life for my liberty. Hallelujah. That is ringing right now. She want to see the one who died for her. Yeah, the one that sacrificed his life for our freedom, liberty, freedom. Hallelujah. Can't tell him. Thank you enough. I don't know anyone else who has done for me what he did. I don't know. Any- okay, I got you. All right. Area code 267. Good morning. God bless you. How are you? Good morning. How are you doing today? Can you hear me? Uh-huh. I can hear you. Okay. Um, you uh, when you, when you said my name uh or something, you said or something, a phone number or something. I don't remember. And and it was like, but I figure if you said it, then it must be meant. Um, a lot of times I wait and you know waiting is too late. But anyway, I just want to say good morning. I just want to say thank you to God. I've been in the you know, just in a prayer mood, prayer mood, because um, okay. this life isn't easy, you know, and um, I'm just thankful for you and the people, you know, and I just want to thank God. I just, I just thank him, but, but, and that's all I have to say, that's really all I have to say. Um, okay, Miss Father. Okay. Okay. I thank God you pushed in number one today, Sister Samuel. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Because I enjoy hearing from you live on in the mornings. And, you know, it just inspire all of us. And a lot of us, we got that ear open. We listening. We ready to hear. <laughs> but the spirit have to say to the church. And many mornings you called in and encouraged. 
Yeah, you didn't didn't have a whole lot to say, but what you said was to encourage us and to show love to us, and so we thank God for that, uh, Princess Samoa. And uh, I remember one time I stopped calling the name, and I said, well, what is wrong with me? And then I mentioned it, I think, to you, or you mentioned it to me. And I said, yeah, I, I, something is not going right. Beyonce, hello, Princess Samoa. Hello, how you doing? <laughs> you know she be in on these types of deals. Everybody, everybody that come in, she gonna speak. Sometimes she, sometimes she be speaking and ain't nobody press the number one. Tell everybody hello, and I miss them and I love them because she at work or something, you know. Oh, it just tickle me good. It just tickle me good. And and, and her and her husband. <laughs> Them two right there, I don't know. I mean, just keep them in prayer. Just keep them in prayer. They are very good people, very nice, very kind, and they love me. Oh, yes, they do. Don't care me, they don't. And they will get something funny going on right now. And his wife follow what he's doing. I said, you know what? This is just ridiculous. She just going to follow her husband. I, I know where you got that from. Oh, you don't know him, Miss Barbara. Oh, yeah, I know how funny he can be, and I know he'll say some stuff. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. Even before he started calling me Jesus lady, I knew he would say some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and it's all right today, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We're thankful. We're thankful. All right, Sister Jerry. So that that was all you had to be. Oh, yes. Look at her. Behave yourself. Hey, uh, uh, Sister Sidemore, is that all you had to say, or you want to add a little more? We have some time. No, I just want to also just want to say, you know, God loves us. Like you said, Miss Barbara, in spite of, um, yeah. she loves us. And sometimes you just need to hear, and you just need to know that. Um, so no matter how bleak things may look or may seem, that God really does love us. You know how I know? Because you woke me up another day. And that should be good enough. You know, that should be good enough. Not really sure what the day is going to bring, but he does know. Amen. Amen. Well, I tell you what, I see you, Sister Jerry. I'm coming at you right now. Good morning, Sister Jerry. God bless you. How are you? Good morning, Sister Barbara. I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm good over here. I'm good over here. Yes, I'm good over here, too. No matter what it looked like, I'm still good. I'm still blessed. Amen. Amen. I'm still blessed. I just want to say good morning to everyone and a woman of God as you will put aside whatever to be what God said. He'll send you a comforter. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Life, life, life. That's all I can say. It's a struggle. Mm-hmm. But our struggles and our trials come to make us strong. Yes. Yeah. I hope Brother Louis is doing better. And hello, Sister Sherry. And I just want everybody to know, no matter what it looked like, 
It won't always be like this. If you look at the grass outside, now it's probably so pretty and green. Look at it in November. If it's not covered in snow, you can't see it, or it's going to turn brown and burnt. But we serve a God that changes. All we have to do is sit back and watch God change things. So that's what I'm doing. I'm sitting back, watch God changing, and believing that God don't put, he did not put us on this earth to suffer. He did that for us. Mm-hmm. We have to sometimes make some lifestyle changes. Yeah. And it's hard to make lifestyle changes when we're so stuck in that old lifestyle. It's like time you get ready to get out of it, a phone call comes up. This happens or that happens. And you get right back in the rut, but that phone call only lasts a couple of days. And then you rush back where you're struggling again with emotions, feelings. and So I'm thanking God for what I see going on in my own life and how I must accept what he's trying to do to change my life. Okay? Yes, ma'am. That's everybody, and I hope everybody have a great day. May God bless you all. Amen. God bless you. God bless you, Sister Jerry. God Um, bless you all, too, okay? Amen. Inspiring and encouraging you all day long. Jesus in the Morning Radio with Barbara. All right, let's get get up, Brother Anthony, down everything. Now, he tired. I know he's working, but he tired. He may have to go out last night. I don't know. Because, you know, he drives that truck from one end of the world to the other end. But uh, maybe he's sleeping in this morning. So we think, are uh, he out waiting on them to finish a load? Because when they unload, it's real noisy. So I'm going to dedicate this one again this morning to everybody. Hallelujah. Every caller and every listener, near and far. It makes no difference where you come from, where you come through. This is dedicated again to you this morning. Hallelujah.
to England in 1967. We've been there in 1954 for the Herringay meetings. And some of the young reporters weren't in those meetings, but they read reports about it. And they concluded that it was the emotion of just as I am that caused the people to come forward. And Mr. Graham was really concerned about that. And he talked to me just before we started the meetings. He said, you know, Cliff, we know it's the Spirit of God. And people who are praying know that, but these unconverted folks don't know that. And he said, let's just pray that God will show us whether we ought to sing it or not. And you be prepared to sing it or not sing it. Be prepared to have the organist or pianist play it or not. And if I feel we should, I'll call for it. I said, all right. And I explained to the choir and to Don Houston and Ted Smith. I said, don't play until you get the cue to play. And do you know we began the meeting and Bill gave the simple, straightforward invitation and he said, we're not going to have any singing tonight. This is the first night at Earl's Court. If the Spirit of God has spoken to your heart, you get up and come. And then he just stepped back and bowed his head in prayer. And 15 seconds went by and nobody moved. And that's a long time. And I was ready to lead the choir and we were ready to play. And then you heard a seat uh, squeak as the people stood and then one after another and after another and within about five minutes over a thousand people were shuffling along the floor coming to the front to give their life to Christ and for 30 nights for 30 nights at Herringay we didn't have one note of just as I am and the reporters that had written before saying that the emotion of it were bringing people, was bringing people forward. They were writing, give us back just as I am. The silence is killing us. <laughs> but it was just an indication again of how God has been working. And as we sang it, I couldn't help but think of <sighs> thousands of people who come. <laughs> And they are members that I thank God for and praise Him. Forgive my voice, so I've lost it today. <laughs> Amen. Sorry about that. brings together a group of people from diverse backgrounds to a lodge in the mountains and makes them feel free to talk about something as personal as their relationship with God. And what impassions a couple like Billy and Ruth Graham to spend their entire lives telling others across the world that they can know God too, really know him for themselves? What causes George Beverly Shea or Cliff Barrows to sing their hearts out, 
to put music into the souls of someone who might not have a song. Why does it matter to them? Think about it this way. When you're lost or lonely, far from family and feeling like the bottom has dropped out of life, the best thing to do is go home. But what if you left home a long time ago, and now you feel your place at the table has surely been removed by now, and the vacancy you left has long since been filled? What if you're too embarrassed or too proud to take the risk of showing up now in a place where you used to belong? Now let's think about the family. No matter how many children are home, the truth is no one could ever fill the empty place at the family's heart left by one who is away. And just maybe tonight, the father is so lonely for you, he can hardly stand it. He wants you to know, son, that no matter where you've been, and daughter, no matter how much foreign ground you've covered, he will never really rest at night until everybody's home. So what you've experienced here on the mountain is the family, gathered in a circle, taking hands, connecting with the father, connecting with each other, drawing strength and acceptance and encouragement and joy. But they're hesitant to start the dance until you're in your place. The circle is incomplete without you. So they tell family stories, they sing the well-loved songs, and they wait. They just keep feeling that if they wait a bit longer, you'll come too. Don't worry about fixing up. This is a come-as-you-are party. But the gift they hope to exchange is you.
radio not just for your ears, but also for your spirit. Jesus in the morning radio. And you're with Barbara. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, let's celebrate. Let's celebrate our King. I feel all right right there. Hallelujah. Because I know God has blessed this morning. And I know he blessed me. And so I'm thankful unto him for his many blessings. And if no one else have anything they would like to say this morning, we'll get out early. I will pray us out. And we morning to you, Minister Shonda. God bless you this morning. Good morning, Sister Irene. Good morning to you again, Sion. Good morning to you, Sister Dorothy Goodman. Again, Sister Jerry. Good morning, Sister Samoa. Good morning. Good morning to you, Shante again. God bless you. God bless you. Brother Louis not here today. Uh, um, he didn't know we were doing early, uh, I mean later, and so uh, I, I, I'm assuming he took a rest, him and Sherry, because he wasn't feeling well anyway, in a little pain over there. So we just thank God. But listen, let's pray, and we pray the Lord bring us back tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Oh, yeah, I was going to read this right quick, right quick. This is a card I got from Sister Irene. I think it was during the Christmas holidays, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, it's got a beautiful layers of gold with uh, what looked like uh, diamonds inside, gold and a heart at the bottom in, in uh, these little diamonds. It is just a beautiful card. And it says, may God bless you all, all the days of your life to Barbara. Wishing you a peace and joy at Christmas. Yeah, it's a Christmas card. With love from your sister, Irene. I thought that, and it is a beautiful card. Things trip, you know, I, you know I'm from the South. I love gold. And that I found that I was uh, pulling out a, um, some stuff on top of my desk because I got to get rid of some stuff. And that was that card. Yeah, and I said, I don't care if it was last Christmas, Christmas 10 years ago, I'm about to read this this morning. Thank you so much, Sister Irene. God bless you. God bless you. And, uh, I, I, oh, I got to call you today because, uh, and I can't really say what time because I, I went into overtime yesterday of, of resolving and praying and, and, and doing some things. So uh, please forgive me, but I know you understand, but we will talk today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All right. All hearts and minds are clear, they say in church. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for every word. Thank you for every testimony. Thank you for every encouraging word. Thank you for Shante and Sister Samoa and Sister Jerry calling in to encourage. We give you glory, honor, and praise for your people this morning. There's none like you. And, Father, this is that faithful few that you sent. Yeah, I couldn't have chosen them as well as you did. God, you went beyond. And I thank you for each and every caller, each and every listener. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And as we depart this morning, Father, bless our going out and bless our coming in. Meet the need in our lives according to your riches and glory by your son, Christ Jesus. And, Father, I ask today that you will touch in the healing, move by your spirit, God. Speak healing to your people today. If you speak it, it shall surely be done in Jesus' name. So, Father, we thank you. 
We give you glory. We give you the honor. And we give you the praise. And Father, we ask it all again in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent one from another. In the name of Jesus, go today in love and peace. Share the good news of Jesus and give someone something of quality. God loves a cheerful giver. Have a blessed day. I speak the blessings of Almighty God upon you today, June the 29th, 2023, in Jesus' name. So at this time, I'm going to say bye-bye. Have a blessed day, and I think we'll go to just maybe one more quick one of the morning. And after the song, I won't be coming back. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord.
Whenever God changes life on you.